Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Friday, November 17th. I'm Chris Hurdy. Today we're going to talk about Danica Rome's historic victory as the first openly transgender person to be elected and seated to a state legislature. But first, the headlines. On Thursday, the Joint Committee on Taxation, Congress's official nonpartisan analysts, released a statement saying that the GOP tax bill would give large tax cuts to millionaires while raising taxes on poor and working-class families over the next decade. Specifically, the bill would hike up taxes for families earning between $10,000 and $75,000. The military seized control of Zimbabwe on Wednesday, putting President Robert Mugabe under house arrest. So far, the 93-year-old is insistent that he remains Zimbabwe's legitimate leader and should be allowed to serve out the rest of his term. But all signs point to the end of the 37-year reign of this former independence hero. And this week, President Trump reversed an Obama-era ban on the import of elephant heads by U.S. trophy hunters. Elephants are listed as endangered under the Endangered Species Act, and this decision could drive the species to extinction by taking advantage of a loophole. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Danica Rome made history on November 7th, becoming the first openly transgender person to be elected and seated to a state legislature. The 33-year-old now represents District 13 in Northern Virginia, an area that was controlled for more than two decades by Republican Bob Marshall, one of the state's most vocally anti-LGBTQ lawmakers. Rome's success in local politics has made a national impact, setting the stage for other first-time candidates and transgender people to run for and win elections across the country. But the new public official says her fight is for better policy, not just identity. I've completely emphasized the issues that unite us instead of the discriminatory social issues that hurt our community. That's the message I want you guys to bring out to the doors today. When we vote, we what? We win. We win. I can't hear you. When we vote, we, we win. When we vote, we win. And when we vote, we, we win. Let's go in. Thanks so much. Broadly was with Rome in the final days leading up to her election. Here's Diana Tourget speaking with producer Erica Matson about their documentary on Danica Rome's historic win. When Danica Rome won on election night, the country responded to that in this really enthusiastic way. There was a lot of attention around how a transgender person could be publicly elected to office against someone who represented everything that Danica fights against. And... I was down there 
reporting on that story in the final days leading up to it, really uncertain of how the election would go. But we had come down there because you, Erica, had found this story and pursued doing it. What made you want to tell that story when you did, months before anyone was really thinking seriously about whether Danica Rome was going to win or not? Well, I think for a lot of people, especially in the last year, with their post-analysis of what happened with the presidential election, people have just been looking for slivers of hope. And so here was an example of someone, Danica, just running on policy, politics, door knocking, who had a chance to unseat a 25-year Republican incumbent. I didn't see her as a transgender candidate. I just saw her as a, oh my God, she's getting people excited about a state legislature position. So we tried to hint at the fact that, yes, of course, trans politics is important. But for her, I mean, you spent two hours in the car and for an hour and 45 minutes, she talked about um, Route 28. Like it was almost to a hilarious point how much this woman cared about a highway. But in local politics, that kind of stuff matters. Going down there, it made me realize how one can be involved in local politics in a way that can resonate on a national level. Danica won because enough people knocked on enough doors and then enough people came out to vote on election day. And you can trace all of that back to just getting your feet on the ground and doing the work to make it happen and casting those votes where now something historical has happened. Ultimately, like, I really don't think it's because she was trans. I really think it's because she was just a good local politician. And that's why... Manassas, Virginia, overturned a Republican incumbent. Robert Marshall had proven himself to be a very ineffective legislator who often turned to symbolic social grandstanding rather than the practical infrastructure kind of policies that Danica was going for, and people were tired of that. And I, I agree with you that she won because she didn't make her gender the center of her campaign, but also think that we both agree that, and this is what she tells us, right? Like she won because of who she is, not in spite of it. And so there's this other part that's really interesting where it's like, she's just a good politician who's going to focus on the issues. But that doesn't mean that her, the factors that make up her identity don't also play a role in who she is as an individual and, and that they should, that they should play a role. And that There was one night we were there and she said, I'm going to win because I am transgender. Not in a way that suggested she was using her identity as a political gambling chip, but that that's who she is and she was going to win. And if she's transgender and she's going to win, then people are going to be supporting someone based on who they are and not, as Danica would say, on sort of restrictive ideas about you know, who you're supposed to be. The hope is that you either watch this documentary and if you're someone who's considering running but maybe has something in their past or doesn't fit the mold of what a politician is, you go, God, if Danica can do it in this district, I certainly should be able to do it because I have the right policies and politics. It would be such a mistake if people walked away from this thinking that that Danica's win could just be reduced to her gender. Mm when the really powerful story is the complicated story about how her gender is relative but not central to the reason that she won. Yes. Diana, let's talk a little bit about what it was like actually 
being on the ground for election night? For me, I mean, that was really emotional because when I grew up in a small town in the Northeast, there definitely was not any sort of public or community recognition of LGBT people. And whenever anyone was sort of visibly LGBT, that was a problem. And so to see all of these just cross-section of America there in Manassas enthusiastically fighting for the election of a trans woman felt very personally touching to me because it just showed me that something has changed in the last 20 years. Something's changed in the last 10 and the last five. So I think, you know, as journalists, you want to remain and should always remain very neutral, but it is hard to deny the feeling of overwhelmness in that room on Tuesday night when the excitement and the numbers started to roll in and you had this guy who was like, okay, District 13 goes here and the cheers and and all this stuff. We can't take that passion out of our work, right? Like when it's something that you're feeling and you know it's real and we put that right into it and I think that's what makes it strong. It is so important that there is visibility around transgender people everywhere, whether it's in Hollywood or whether it's in politics. And in a country that has representative government, there is no excuse not to have transgender people represented there. To every person who's ever been singled out, who's ever been the misfit, who's ever been the kid in the corner, who's ever needed someone to stand up for them when they didn't have a voice of their own. This one's for you. This election has to prove nationwide that discrimination is a disqualifier. To watch Broadly's full doc on Danica Rome, go to vice.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.